episode 33 of the People's Champ Podcast. Uh, this week, we have none other than <laughs> long guy, and I don't know what the word is, long returning, maybe? <laughs> Cream Puff, how you doing? What's up, man? Thanks for the welcome. I forgot about myself, though. Just, you know, started playing ladder maybe about a week and a half ago, like towards, eh, maybe two, two and a half weeks ago, towards nice. the end of last season. So I've had a quick crash course on the last, like, three expansions getting set for the one that just released. I think it's pretty fun. Uh, I'm not as jaded as I'm sure some people are, or I used to be, but uh, for now, I, I'm enjoying ladder quite a bit. He's coming out of retirement to take the leaderboard by storm. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing on NA. I'm I'm grinding on EU at the moment. I had like no star bonuses on NA. I was talking before the pod. I didn't really try to research any of the expansions going into it. I just had like some standard Raza lists or Reno lists that are in there. Got on ladder for a bit. Saw so many rogues. I was like, why is there so many freaking aggro rogues on ladder? Saw some druids. Realized Guff's really good. And I eventually settled on like a quest mage list because I, I enjoyed playing that list quite a bit beforehand. Like Flame Waker style type quest mage lists. And I did like some of the tools they had. So I ended up making you know the latest one with all the Naga packages and whatnot. No, no win streak bonuses so it took me a long time but i i was it's funny I, I was talking like i didn't know what dredge meant until like diamond four so like i was just figuring out as i go and now i'm basically caught up even with all the the new expansion and whatnot and i think currently i'm like 32 legend on na ladder and like diamond eight or something like that on eu playing mostly like like otk freeze mage that's like my favorite list at the moment i think that's like the most solid list print stuff is kind of bait but like i don't know i'm still trying to get get used to things on ladder and I we can dive into it more in a bit. Overall I think there's some there's some good tools. I'm using a lot of the new cards. There's some people that, you know, don't give a crap like always at the beginning of the season, just play their pyro rogues and other standard decks but uh, i think there's a lot of good tools that actually make some decks better so well said so we'll go ahead and get into it and we'll go ahead and listen to the trivia that Peach prepared for us greetings everyone uh the trivia question for this episode is how many collectible hearthstone cards have been printed throughout the history of hearthstone how many collectible cards have been printed eh? collectible cards i mean i'm gonna guess like i said like 1750 Oh, you're right. guessing first? Yeah, why not? Yes. Let's oh. do it. Well, if you go last, you can. It's like Price is Right, so you can like game your best odds or whatever. Gamify it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna go for it. Sure. He nailed it. Hundred percent. Mm. No, I don't think so. I think that's less than half of the total number of cards. Collectible cards, though, right? Yeah. Like ones you. But like not even not even just like given to you or like classic stuff. I think classic is collectible because you don't own them all by default. Well, yeah. I guess not classic. Uh, this doesn't count corset and like all the other modes. Like right. basic. Yeah, it doesn't count basic. All right, Jordan, you're second. Oh, I'm second. Mm. You are. Oh, Jesus, yeah, it's probably. So I think it's there's 135 per expansion. There's eight years of Hearthstone, three a year, so 24 times 135. Plus, you have to add like 35 for an adventure, and there's like five of those, so it's like somewhere in the 3500 plus ballpark. Maybe like 300 for classic, and I don't. And not everything has changed, right? So some only at 129, some only at 130, some at 135, some at 136. Some expansions you got Cthulhu for free, some you didn't. I'm just going to go with a round number and say 3,500. All right. Well, you're picking 3,500. So this is without going over, right? Mm -hmm. It is without going over. So I have to decide if I think it's less than Cream Puff, between Cream Puff and Jordan, or above Jordan. I think it's probably above Jordan, so I'll do 3,501. Let's see what the answer is. The answer is 3,874 collectible cards with 
1065 standard yeah. cards that and 2809 wild only cards. 3690 in my calculator, but an extra couple hundred makes sense. All right, so I won. Yeah, yeah. see, so price is writing me good there. That's kind of rude. Me and Jordan are tied now, and the guests have won. All right, well, that's trivia. Sweet. So, yeah, so we were talking about it a little bit, but obviously a new expansion is out, uh, Murder at Castle Nathria. Yeah, so Cream Puff, you, you want to talk about a little bit, like, you've talked a little bit about, like, what your experience was going into it, but... Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't hit legend like first day. I kind of wanted to wait until the expansion came out. And I mean, a lot, you saw a lot of the same stuff. I think everybody was gravitating towards like secret mage initially, because, you know, I think that was probably one of the most hyped decks prior to the expansion coming out. I think, which is named Soda posted something about like a Renathal, like secret mage. And then people started gravitating towards that. So like usually what I do on day, on day ones of expansions, I won't play like meta decks, but I'll play like a deck that I anticipate would be the exact counter or what everybody, you know, crops to, whether it's like Corbett putting a less stout or soda putting out a less stout or any of the higher legend you know look at me rank one legend with this cool new deck so i just played like <laughs> this played like a shutterwalk shaman that had like all the secret tech <laughs> like that was in it so like well, like i played like eater i played like with the four six eater guy like whatever and all the aggro like i don't run i don't run mutinous in any of my shaman decks at all so i like to guarantee to draw my orgo toxfin and i run double ice fishing too because i want to make that's like the best card in the whole deck against aggro so it was a pretty easy climb to legend that first day doing that because a lot of people gravitated towards it some people were playing like the new rogue otk list the combo miracle rogue list i mean some were doing it with like, like a pillager packages some people were doing it with like the sonya that new legendary card i forget the name of it where you equip a weapon based on how many like cards you play it in a turn so you can have like a like a 23 23 attack weapon or 27 attack weapon depending on what you do like some people would just like get the null out for cheap trade it into something with the sonya just keep killing things off over and over again to like make a gigantic like weapon and kill you off that way and then start people people started learning that you you don't need to play anything on the board against a deck like that because then they can't like combo off by killing off their own stuff so you can just kind of wait till you have your pieces and then deal with the rogue that way or use your disruption that way. So the Rogue one wasn't as popular. You saw a lot of imp lock on ladder. Everybody was excited about that new Tome card. Uh, essentially, it discards your hand and, or shuffles a bunch of one mana copies of cards in your hand and then discards the rest. That deck seemed pretty okay. If you had any like board removal though, you know, you were pretty fine against that deck. Even Shaman seemed pretty decent too. I ran into Corvette a few times on ladder playing that. It seemed okay, but like like even Shaman has, it doesn't have a lot of refill. And if you can handle early board, they're just kind of done though. It doesn't matter how awesome they're their board looks initially or how big of a gigantic totem or you know, what gigantic totems they can copy off their weapon it's pretty easy deck to counter but it seems like in terms of what seems good or what's going to stay good obviously like things like pirate rogue are gonna uh, still be good i think any kind of druid list is going to be decent they did get some new tools in fact i think corbett posted like a deck like yesterday mm -hmm. where he got rank one legend with which yeah. is arena thal druid list it doesn't run celestial in it no yeah, the non-alignment druids are all just like Renathal dragon stuff now going forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you just you're just ramping and doing Renathal is absurd. Know, not Renathal Dyer. Sir Dyer is absurd and wild druid. Yeah. You have Flipper, Floop, and the two ones and the one ones and stuff. Yeah, and he's running like uh, Bran in it too, and you can do a bunch yeah. of goofy stuff with that. So you have the dragon package to like do a bunch of multiple eight damages to the face. So you can do the sire, like I said, in the floop and all that fun stuff. Yeah, it's essentially like just like ramp up with Guff and Quick Sphere and like just play really, really good cards. 
Like, just an absurd concentrated power level with little combos here and there. And your extra 10 cards of tech. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, he's, like, he has a lot of, like, good early game removal stuff, which is what, like, Druid tends to struggle with. You know, you can use, like, some of your damage you'd use to face, like, that new card that do two damage, summon a 2-2 two -two Treant. Could be good against just, like, board-based decks and just stalling a little bit. Like, it's a decent list. I think that new legendary you are just talking about, Sire, uh, Denath, 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 yeah. That card's that card's really good. Might get nerfed, but it might yeah. not. It depends if Druid. They're gonna nerf Druid in Standard. It depends how they nerf. I love him in uh in 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 Shaman. I think he's really fun mm. in Shaman. Too. I do think in Shadowwalk Shaman, he is. He makes the deck seem more fun to play as yeah, opposed like to just a list... pile of inner disruption. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like the list I posted that I've been playing the most of this expansion. It's my favorite list. Like I'm. <laughs> I'm ru I'm running Kalefoss. I'm running Sire. You could do like crazy stuff with like Kalefoss into Bran into Sire into Innervate your Macaw mm -hmm. and just do like a, a crap ton of damage that way. Just having the ability of having Macaw. Yeah, Macaw uh, copying the full damage is silly. Yeah, yeah, Macaw does the damage. Shedder will do the damage too. So that's why like you run like Bran and Bolnar too. So you have like double ways of doing uh, double mm. battle cries with it. I don't really like Renathal packages in Shutterwalk. I just I just mm. like it to be clean and straightforward. Like it clutters your deck too much. Well, yeah. I mean, you're running the 40 best cards instead of the 30 best cards. I think like I like I like running double ice fishing and just Flurgle Toxfin combos. So like my whole mulligan strategy is usually just just draw Primal Fin Dungeoneer or ice fishing just because you draw a bunch and you get your your board clear early on thin your deck out and then you can just kind of go from there like you have plenty of stall with sleep breaker and snowfall guardian obviously with the freeze package but and then you can just set up later like you might you might get you know kalefoss off of geppetto and you can do crazy stuff later on you might get you play kalefoss on curve against aggro behind a taunt and then you just kind of end the game the following turn you have plenty of disruption with like theatar that new legendary they have that's like my one of my favorite disruption cards of the set you play uh, that in your shaman? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't go infinite. I guess. I don't go infinite. Sure. Yeah, you, you don't go infinite in the shutter. I don't even run um chain gang then. in it. Gosh, yeah. Because you've served an Athreus now. Yeah, yeah. Because you're you're mm. kind of just like Shutterwalk's just another another way, another value card in the deck. Like, how do you doing win the mirror? What if they just like don't clear stuff and just freeze your board? <laughs> you just lose. I mean, you can do stuff with Theatar too. Uh, you can, I mean, you still have Double Dirty Rat, you still have Theatar, you still have uh, Blade Master Akani. Like, you can stall things out. You might be able to steal a win condition. You can still do some OTK stuff, like I mentioned earlier, depending on, on if they're clearing your board. Because that's the thing about Shaman too. Like, a lot of the times you're trying desperately to clear their board because you don't want them to grumble back value. And so, as they're clearing your board too, you are building up your Sire as well. And then you can set up a, a kill later on. Obviously, like there's some matchups where you kind of wish you had a chain gang or something to go infinite with, but and you could you could easily do that with this list too if you wanted to, like just cut like a one of your lightning blooms for like a chain gang or like a maybe a sleep breaker if you're gonna go infinite anyway. You don't want as much uh and chills, yeah, yeah. So like there's ways to make it better against you know super late game, but. For the most part, you know, I just want an ability to OTK with uh, some disruption in it. And that's the list I'm playing right now. Like I said, no mutinous, double ice fishing. It's on my Twitter too, if you want to check it out. But that's my that's my favorite one. I have played some quest mage as well. Quest mage and, and some secret mage. I'm using like the Kalefoss package. Not the Kalefoss package, sorry. The Healthy Zed package. Just experimenting with it. It's interesting. I won some games at High Legend. They're good against board-based decks, surprisingly. They farm even shaman. Oh yeah, definitely farms even shaman. Everything farms even jump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That deck will literally never be good. Impossible for it to be good because it loses to Defile, which already exists. Right. <laughs> There's right. nothing it can that's get. What I got up, that's what I got up to Diamond 5 with, with even Shaman. 
Yeah, I don't know. Even Shaman will always struggle with like mm-hmm. refill too. But like there's like a Questmage Kel'Thuzad package, which is which is interesting too. Obviously, you gotta you kind of have to go the Archmage Vargoth route because their best spell in the Kel'Thuzad package is their six mana clear. Can't really do that with like a parrot package, but you can do some silly things where you like Archmage Vargoth brand into Kel'Thuzad, blow a bunch of stuff up. What's cool about like the little skeletons is like they're really good against not only fighting for a board, but doing like incremental damage or like removing some like weak boards with like the random two damage the best route is probably just doing like a secret package and then adding the kalfuzad package with it to have some late game with it too again it's all like it's all probably making good decks worse right (laughs) but you're just testing some of the the Mm. cards out but yeah i don't know i think i think at the end of the day it's the meta is probably just going to settle to being like a lot of druid a lot of rogue i don't i'm not really sold on like imp block a lot and a lot of big priest big priest is fine yeah. Yeah, big priest will always it's be just everywhere. Got a new yeah. card. Makes it slightly it better did. on paper. Sort of. What did it what did Big Priest get? It got a one mana spell that deals damage to a minion equal to its attack. It's I, just like really efficient no, removal. Literally no one has played it against me. Yeah, wow. Priest. Sure. That that card is good though. I think you're absolutely running on Big Priest. Yeah. The people you're playing against probably haven't updated their list because they're wild ten X players. Eventually it'll trickle down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so for me, I saw the tome tampering and I was like, ooh, that goes in Obelot. That's how I started. Yes. <laughs> I did uh some desert obelisk stuff, which is fun. Did that for a few games, got a couple wins with it, enough to post it to YouTube as bait, and then moved on. I was like, oh, Tome Tampering is actually pretty good. I'm going to try Starliner Warlock. That was predictably very bad. <laughs> good lord man one man of starliners yeah and then from there i went to even shaman i got all the way to d5 with that got stuck there for a bit so i switched to i did inner fire priest and holy wrath paladin eventually landed on secret mage and went d5 to legend with that and then last night i'm jamming some enrage warrior because it looks pretty fun played some duels too the duels meta seems really fun right now been enjoying that i was playing like pure totem shaman in duels very very fun because like you get to play like the the stupid three minute oh four and like do ancient reflections on it so you have a board full of totem buffer guys very very good been having fun with that so i haven't played too much with the locations because like the shaman location isn't really good and even shaman and the mage location and the version of secret mage i was playing wasn't super good so i didn't play a lot of them i've played i played the uh, priest one and inner fire priest and i played the warrior one last night really cool design honestly i'm glad they have it i hope that it's not a one-time thing you know yeah the i love the mage location i think that's probably what like it's probably one of my favorite ones just because like i was literally running like a quest mage list and just having that extra stall because i was running like arena style quest mage list with like Barden, don grasp and stuff like that just like a lot of stall i think i had one solid alibi in there too so like against like aggro with some of the removal packages, the new frozen touch, like ways of just kind of dealing with board installing. Their location's really nice, just being able to to do stuff with that. Cause you have you have your uh Ray of Frost. I mean yeah, you got Ray of yeah. Frost. Yeah, Ray of Frost, you have the Nightcloak Sanctum, and then you have Barden to just kind of stall things out and combo with them too. I think it's that's one of my favorite locations. I think Priest is always going to be like kind of an auto include in any really priest list, whether it's an inner fire priest or just like a Raza priest list. Or... They need card draw so desperately. Yeah, it's just like nice card draw. Like you have yeah. anything on board. Like, yeah, cool. The buff is nice for trades too, but just being able to have that extra card draw is really nice. But other, I mean, the, the Rogue Quest is pretty sick too, because it's like a secondary win condition just by building up a bunch of like stealth yeah. big boys. Rogue's is sweet. Yeah, Rogue is sweet. 
I was looking at my class wins the other day and Shaman like passed Rogue. Like Shaman for the longest time I had like 200 wins with Shaman and then I I like really liked Big Hand Shaman last expansion and like even Shaman at the expansion before that. So I've surpassed Rogue. Rogue just doesn't interest me as much. It's like it does cool stuff, but it's like very tempo and not value and that's just a play style. You die too quick to do like the cool flashy stuff sometimes yeah i mean they have like that new spell that they have what is that bone something created uh, bone spike yeah. it's a good rogue card yeah yeah that helps against aggro too and helps you know combo off a little bit sooner i don't know i think it's a cool i think it's cool i haven't experimented too much with uh rogue but i'm confident it's it's gonna stay good rogue's yeah, actually the only class i've played so far this expansion oh cool which list have you played i started with miracle rogue which is the location and the weapon and edwin and just playing a bunch of cards which is fine and good right nothing wrong with that deck um except for the fact that like it's bad but it's fun it was a lot of fun and i switched to yeah. pillager rogue which is just stupid and silly as ever because it got new cards that are good it runs prep yeah. now and prep plus serrated bone spike lets you prep out a minion which in pillager rogue is particularly disgusting sure <laughs> <laughs> so that's quite good and then that's as far as i've gotten i've literally only played two rogue decks uh, but i would not be surprised if rogue was just like not the giganut it certainly seems like the giganut uh, whether it be pirate rogue or pillager rogue it's just kind of gross that and i think druid and mage and shaman are the top four a lot of people are upset that like not a lot seems to have changed kind of a bummer i don't know that i can I blame them how hard i mean isn't isn't that just sort of like the nature of wild like it you'd have to yeah. have the most disgusting expansion of all time to like really change the meta wow like, you didn't play during stormwind, stormwind. <laughs> yeah what was stormwind Stormwind the was the quest lines. It was a couple TRS decks were created out of thin air, and it was pretty gross. I, I did, I did get a little bit of some of that. You talking about like the like the Warlock one, right? Yeah, DC. Warlock yeah. and Pirate Warrior had the quest line, and, and Hunter had Hunter had the, the quest had line. All these things line. have been nerfed <laughs> since. Actually, 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 I think that's when I quit. I, like, I, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. really surprised that that made you leave. It was pretty silly. It, it was just, it was just boring. I just remember it's just like the <laughs> games were very linear. It's mm. just like okay. Well, because they're quest yeah, lines, right? Like, you always play the quest. You always go for the reward every game, right? Yeah, it, like, yeah, teaches yeah. you how to play, basically. <laughs> At least with Pirate Warrior, it was literally training wheels. Like, play pirates, draw your weapon, deal some damage, and win. The only yeah. quest, the only deck where that wasn't the case, basically, Warlock. But even then, it was just finding the optimal way to play the same way every time. It was more decisions and then less, as was all less, less linear. You had a lot of cheap cards to play it. So you think, you think with, like, uh, Rogue, they're probably, Necrolord is probably just kind of the flavor of the week and it's just going to be more pillager like people aren't going to be caring that much about the dagger you think i don't think the four mana weapon card edwin type decks are going to be very good but if they are like, it'll be like a renathal reno list but you're 40 cards and you just have high quality of cards i don't think the the only merit to the miracle rogue deck is their ability to play a 1616 on like turn one or two or sonya null stuff but as we've learned as soon as the degenerate combo decks come back no one's gonna play minions so they're just useless <laughs> right and so like my thing is with rogue the uh, it feels a lot like how it's set the hold like mm. do you have do you have the nuts on turn one or two if not you lose maybe you know with like, the miracle rogue yeah otherwise you need yeah. tech cards you need like your low feb to work right it's a fine, it's, I think it's definitely, it has the disadvantage of like having to be refined, whereas like Pillager Rogue, you just chuck in the two new cards and a prep because prep nuts, and you just call it a day. So you, we may, they may find something, but it definitely seems like current expansion has basically only given Druid a couple cards, Pillager Rogue a couple cards, Hunter some Mage. cards, like there's not a lot. Quest Mage, I don't think it's any new cards. Copper, Copper Hunter got some new toys. Yeah, so Beast Hunter can and... run some stuff, but. 
And, I don't know that and, it's optimal. <laughs> and Secret Mage got a well, ton of... Secret toys. Mage went from Tier 7 to Tier 6. I mean, it's still unplayable in terms of trying to be competitive. But Says the man who hasn't played any of it. Well, I've, I've also not played against any of it because people don't win games. <laughs> I went um, 25 and 10. Yeah, I mean, you can do that with any, but actually doing yes. it consistently at high ranks, no one will play. The other deck that like I've, I've seen some of, which is like the, the Shadow like Thief Priest, mm. that's yeah. probably... I've played a lot of that deck early on and I've faced a lot of it. It's fine. It just feels like it feels like a Raza Priest list with just like more janky cards. Like you, like the idea of getting Harvester value is like really hard. Like you have some games where like Harvester of Envy, that new legendary three mana card, play any card you've uh, copied from your opponent's deck, you steal their original. A lot of people are playing Renathal list, so you're you're not very, really drawing that card very often. I think Shadow list makes sense because all the good spells are Shadow spells, and you can force yourself not to play certain cards because you're trying to fit good cards anyway. It's actually a really good point, though. Renathal is technically this expansion, so like technically it's made a huge impact. It's just it was all felt before the expansion actually came out. <laughs> right, it's like right. it's like uh, Kelthos was three ashes. Yeah. Although, or Gargoth. Yeah, similarly, right. I mean, it's the same release cycle. People often overlook Renathal when they talk about this expansion, but that is, in fact, this expansion. And I see that right. a lot. I mean, I, I didn't play a whole lot last few expansions, but I mean, like, is the reason why Raza Priest hasn't been good is because Druid's been good? Raza Priest hasn't that... been good because it's just extremely slow. Yeah. Raza Priest started really falling off. Stormwind killed it because everything yeah, was because, so fast. Yeah, and the things like Raza Priest couldn't even beat Pirate Warrior anymore because Pirate Warrior just got through their quest and played infinite value generator. So like, even if you could remove every board they created, you didn't outvalue them, which is crazy. But that's when it really started like falling off. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So basically you either need to like... You need disruption you need to... to stall the game out is what they need. And I think they're getting that with the Rhinothal decks now because you can do some really powerful things with stealing and the Shadow Priest Hero Power and stuff. It's kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, you got a, you got the new... You got Theotar now, which is a new stall mm -hmm. card. I don't know. I just feel like if you're going to do a lot of disruption stuff, like the way to go is just Shaman, right? Right, yeah. I think... I, I do worry that, like, the Reno Shadow Priest extra large stuff that people are having fun with is going to fall off once people start playing more refined, more quick combo lists. Like, they might just farm the, like, other flavors of the week, right? It's like all oh, their Renathal deck. Like, we'll does Renna does does Priest have a shot in heck against Druid though? Uh, yeah, because you can. Well, it depends what Druid, I guess. But you can beat the non-alignment Druids because you can just like yeah. steal their cards and like do equally powerful things like him. Celestial yeah. alignment Druid but though. Alignment does, Druid. Does I don't understand. I'm not sure how you'd beat. It would have to be something with a, a Lucia and then doing their combo with their hand. That's that would be how you would do it. List, yeah. Seems hard to like pull off too. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I, I and just the the fact that they have dredge cards now in Druid is makes it more silly. Just because they can put their their good cards at the bottom of their deck in their alignment list, you you, you don't have to worry about getting dirty ratted or deatard or anything like that. I mean, you have Lothab and things like that to stall, but I didn't realize how good that zero mana dredge card was until I I started playing some of the Druid lists and understand like, hey, you know, if I just have this card against disruption decks, like it increases my win rate quite a bit, but. That's just a deceptively strong mechanic. I know we're talking about this expansion, but like Holy Wrath Paladin got a huge buff because of Dredge, because it means that you can like go fetch your Shervala at any point. Like you can like Dredge at Holy Wrath. But on top of that, like if you pull Kelt and then Dredge, you can put a card above your Shervala, draw that on your next turn, and then Holy Wrath for 25, Holy Wrath for 20. So. 
Dredge is a Make really... that god better. Let's go. <laughs> Dredge is a really versatile mechanic. Dredge is yeah. bullying me right, for picking yeah. off out of choices. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I, Druid's fun. I, I think I'm going to end up playing more Druid as things go on, as time goes on. But I'm actually surprised. I I saw the Guff card like, right before I had, like, quit. I don't even know if I played the card before. I expected it to be nerfed when I came back. It looks like nothing happened, but... Uh, yeah, Guff is not... really, really good. Yeah, I guess it's definitely a nerf target because it's good in standard too. That was my question. Is it is it doing much in standard? Is that why? It hasn't yeah, been Guff or alignment's going to get nerfed in next patch. Like it's all but confirmed. I think they all but confirmed alignment though. Guff might stay, <laughs> but I'm honestly I'm fine with that. Guff's a lot more fun. Play oh yeah, alignment's than... like just an absurdly silly card. Yeah, if they get rid of alignment permanently, I would be very happy. Mm-hmm. Then you got like that Corbett's list where you right. can just. But that, that, yeah, that, that is that's way, way more, more fair. fair. Beatable. I it's yeah. beatable. I think so. Yeah. It's just really, really silly. Guff and then Twig Sphere is still going to be just stupid, right? But at least you get to also play ten mana worth of cards instead of one card. <laughs> right. <laughs> true, yeah. true, true. Like in standard, people don't play combo alignment. I don't know if you know this, but like most of the some of them do, but most of the alignment decks in standard are just like play alignment, ramp, and then just like abuse that like environment which is like really silly even even then and then in wild you obviously just win the turn you play alignment or, or the turn after yeah yeah, yeah. turn after if so, you're bad. And that card getting killed would not surprise me because they hinted at it and because it's just silly silly good you don't but think we'll they'll see. hit both guff and alignment i don't know like that they, might they, make sure unplayable and i think Ixar said something in an ama about like yes it's like a silly silly strong card but also like it's a class card and it's like fun but it, and those are obviously like really dumbed down but i, I don't I'm not sure about alignment or not, or guff or not. Just five mana seems really weird. Oh, it's weird. so good. Yeah, it's a really, really <laughs> good card. Like, and it's like UI on steroids. It's a really, it really good you. card. I mean, it doesn't even need to like draw a card on the, the turn you play it. Like, or ramp, or ramp you on the turn you play it. Yeah, I mean, it could be an empty. Does too much. Yeah. I'm saying either or is fine, but like the here part's so I, good I, too. Just a house. It's just weird. You can you get to ramp, you get to draw a card, and you get that post. Playability with it on turn five, it doesn't make sense. Um, but I mean, I don't know. It is fun. That's definitely true. Anytime I mean, you can play twenty mana worth of stuff, the fact that you have that floop and with Flipper, Flipper friends. friends and all that, <laughs> Nixia, Welps, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so Druid sick. got some absurd combos with the the board rush fillers and stuff. And it's now really you got dumb. and you got and you get Sire now to get rewarded for all that the goofiness too. Yeah. And that's that's the crazy part is that's not even optimal. Like that's just fun. <laughs> Like it's like there's other better no. ways to just kill people, but, but no other deck, no other deck can do that though. Yeah. That's what's funny about it. Like so uh, good. I mean, there's a reason that uh, Jordan's last YouTube video was literally obsessed with Guff the entire time. People like Guff, man, even if it's broken. People like Guff. Yeah, he's good. So, what would you guess the 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 tier one best deck in the game is going to be a week from now? Wild. Yeah. No, depends if they nerf a lineman or not in a week. Yeah, it's but I mean it's between fish rogue, big priest, yeah, big uh, priest alignment, is, alignment druid. Big priest is by a step behind because it gets a hundred zero to those decks, right? Sure. Big is priest never beats alignment. Pyro will it, still be tier one. Depending on who you ask, that'll be the best deck probably. But also Quest Mage beats Pyro sometimes and also Quest Mage. Quest Mage I mean, Quest Mage sometimes beats Pyro. It doesn't yeah. beat Pyro. Right. right. But it, like, think, it has ability to beat every deck. Like It's just so good. Like A lot of people are upset because the Tier 1 decks really haven't changed. But mm. I, I will say, like even though the Tier 1 hasn't changed, I feel like a lot more has been filled into Tier 2. Tier 2 and 3 like, have more of a chance? 
Right. Like, tier, tier two and three have viable win conditions against tier one. It's just not as consistent. But there's a lot more different options you can play in those tiers than there was last expansion or the expansion before. More variety. Fair enough. Which is good for people like me who like refuse to play whatever's tier one just out of principle. Yeah, the Holy Wrath Paladin, man. Gotta yeah. gotta dredge that dredge your uh <laughs> absurdly silly way to play Hearthstone. Play what's fun. Doesn't matter if it's good or not. The good decks are also more fun just by the nature of how they design. Like it's an unobjectable truth that the best decks are the most fun decks because they design for what's going to be good. That's where they put the most effort. They know it's going to be good, and so that's they make sure those are the more fun. When you make these weird other things, it's kind of like a who's who if it's going to be. That's why like that's why like a lot of people don't enjoy playing free shaman because it's not a designed deck. It's just a bunch of cards <laughs> that were thrown into the pile. When they make expansions, they make archetypes. They like they like see these things in testing when they make them. So good decks are just more fun. <laughs> What was, yeah. what was the most boring best deck ever? Odd <laughs> Rogue. I don't know. Rogue. That's Odd a fascinating Rogue. question. The thing about that is you won't it won't come to you because you'll like have like, well, that was boring and you stop playing it. <laughs> right. It might be. It also depends on your playstyle, right? If you like don't like aggro, then like Fire Rogue might be boring because it's the same thing every game. Like yeah. you, you have slight variation in your turn one and two, and then you play weapon on three, and then like everything's the same after that every game. Yeah, I mean you're asking you're asking a guy who doesn't Play too much aggro, so I would right. I'd lean that direction. But I mean, even but things like I think big priest is like fun for like a like a little bit. But then I think that I it's think not that fun if you want to be super engaged. Big priest is a deck to play if you just like don't want to activate your brain too much. Like you just want to hop on and relax. You just want to. Big watch priest is really good for time. that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The super engaged player will get bored with big priest. Big priest, I think. I don't know. Demon seed was kind of boring to me, and I usually mm. like some sort of uh, wild decks. I, I think I think just the quest lines in general can get pretty boring if you're gonna reduce quests in general, like when quest drug was super good. I mean the goal the goal of any a healthy expansion is if the games don't feel monotonous, right? So okay. just like, oh cool. Illuminate on one, uh into this on two. Like I don't know, like not saying illuminate's a problem, but I'm just saying like some games seem the same, but I you know what card I hate unreasonably so? Neptalon. It's like mm. it's not it's not the problem with those decks, but we had back to back Big Shaman and Big Priest to use it, and it's just such an unfun card to play against. <laughs> Big Priest. I can get on board with that. A, I, yeah. I just it's silly that if you just leave him up, you're just dead. Like right. I I didn't realize like because again, I was coming into this fresh, like I would play it against a big priest and I saw Neptalon drop down, like, oh, this seems like a pretty cool card. And I realized just like how many times you get attacked with it if you leave it up. It's like, wow, I'm at like 40 health. But like they get to wind fury into you and those four twos get to attack you after they get wind furied into you. Like it's just like it's just so much damage. I don't know. Yeah, the deck's silly. I mean, but it's again, big priest, I don't feel like it's like when I face a big priest, I guess it's just the type of decks I play. Like I don't I'm not like, oh crap, mm -hmm. like I hate playing against this deck. There's uh, certain matchups where it's like if I queue into a priest, I just know I'm not gonna have a good time. But like on my climb yesterday, I was totally fine with it because Secret Mage does so much early and so much over the top that it doesn't matter. But if you're playing a super board-based deck, it's really frustrating to have infinite taunts in your way until you're just dead to Neptalon. Yeah, I don't know. One deck I want to experiment with is like some kind of like Reno Quest Mage list that's like like okay against aggro. But that's something I haven't gone down that path yet because I think there's gonna be I, there's got to be a Reno deck that. That stands out out of out of the group, and it's got to be one that has a decent win condition. Maybe like a low to the floor, like Reno Quest Mage list. 
But again, you only want to run Parrot, so that's kind of like, okay, what are you doing? Like, I wouldn't um, be surprised if it was uh, Arena Lock again, because Gigafan is really, really good. Yeah, that's a good... I forgot about that list. Yeah, the uh, like the OTZ kind of list. Inlock will be a tier one or two deck for sure. I don't think that's going anywhere. So I guess this brings up a good point. Like, What are you guys most excited to play that you haven't tried yet? Obviously, Jordan hasn't played much at all yet, but I, my big thing is I always like to circle back to archetypes that have existed for a long time, but haven't been good in a while and see it like, like, especially like, you know, like, I guess going back to my example of Holy Wrath Paladin, Holy Wrath Paladin got zero support this expansion, mm. but there's like the three mana card that draws two of a class card and like that's been okay, you know, so like just like seeing what little incremental changes have been like added to decks that you used to play, see if you can find something that's making a resurgence. That's always my thing. Like I like to revisit odd and even decks whenever I look at a new expansion. But I think I haven't looked at all at like Odd Warrior yet, but I want to see if there's anything there. I don't know. Yeah. I mean I got like I mentioned earlier, maybe some sort of like Reno Quest Mage list or Reno Secret Mage list. Like something that like has endgame but has little has some proactive terms early on if you're gonna go like the Reno Seeker Mage list. I think that's probably why I just really like the uh like the free shaman list with disruption because you have game against aggro. Like you're you're pretty solid against aggro and um you have ways of uh you have like a game path of of ending the game too, which we mentioned which struggles with decks like Rods of Priest where it's they have some disruption and stuff too, but they're a little bit slower at getting to it, and they don't. Their win condition is too slow. If you're going like the whole shadow with the five four inspire guy, that that's kind of slow now. Um, oh, shadows, yeah, yeah. I don't think so, they run that card anymore. I know. That's, that's, I think that's you just kind of win like through disruption. Like they've given up on being fast, yeah. I think, and are just like going for a slow bleed while stopping them from winning in other ways. Which is crazy. Myself. Which is crazy because when I came when I came back and I realized that they had unnerfed a bunch of cards, including Polkelt, I was like, "Oh crap, Polkelt's back!" Like, mm-hmm. Polkelt on four made that deck so consistent. But yeah, still they still run Polkelt and still good. It's really right. in Shaman too, especially with certain Denathrius. Oh, yeah. Now it's probably even better in Shaman because you get that card in your hand early enough. But having the shutter, having the stack of Polkelt be Shutterwalk, then the Freezy Boy, and then like Lothab, it's just a right, right. Lothab. It's so good. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Jordan? What do you what do you what do you plan on diving in more once you uh dive into set a little bit more? I want to play something with Sir Nathrius, and I've yet to do that. I'll probably play Shaman or Druid. I'm not that interested in Implock or Beast Hunter right now, or really ever for Implock. Eventually, I'll play Beast oh. Hunter again. But did you guys see the? Uh, sorry to interrupt, but the the um, Togwoggle um, Shaman list. Togwoggle Shaman. Wow. Yeah, there's this guy I watch. I think he's Russian streamer. <laughs> yeah. He's like a top ten legend in EU <laughs> with this Togwoggle Shaman list. It's actually pretty sick. Like I looked at the list initially and I was like, what the hell is this deck doing? It doesn't run Shutterwalk. It runs the new Kalefast card. Um, but yeah, he does stuff where he like he can Kalefast into like Shutter or uh, Togwoggle Azelina stuff. Hmm. Um and I think he's like put in a sire package too. I haven't looked at his update list. But uh, it is kind of silly the, the sort of things you can do with the new Kalefast card in, yeah. in a deck like uh, the fact you have Makaz, the fact that you have um, your own Innervate card to do some more goofy stuff. 
you know, makes makes Togwoggle playable in Shaman. I thought that was that's pretty interesting. Yeah, I think that's uh probably the best use of Kael'thas, honestly, is decks like Druid and Shaman that just like already have a ton of mana anyway. <laughs> like, you don't really like break it like you do the old Kael'thas, but getting out some big ten drops is pretty sick. Do you ever barn into Kael'thas? It's it's way worse, right? Because you you have to run a ton of minions to make Kael'thas good, so you can't. Yeah, that's really it. Yeah. What's well, 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 really crazy? Bad. I mean, Kael, with Kael'thas, the fact that it counts itself as one of the minions makes it really right. good. Like yeah. you just you play Kael'thas Bran into Sire, into uh, your Innervate card into Macaw, and then if you have two Innervates in your hand, you can do other goofy stuff with like either your armor card or you know your Geppetto cards or like, you can do. You have some silly, silly turns with with Shaman, with Sire and Kael'thas. Like I think, I think Kael'thas will see more play in in Druid. I don't know about Druid, but Shaman for sure. You ever uh, run like the zero cost cards to pair with uh, Kael'thas? Like you ever run like Tiny Fin and No. <laughs> it just deletes your deck too much. You you uh, can run the zero man and priest, and I think that's about it for zero man and cards. Yeah, I think I, I I tend to like Shudderless that are not Renathalus, but if I'm gonna do a Renathalus. I don't want to put more. I'm not going to go all in on Kael'thas stuff because right. you have you have disruption against the combo decks that you can you can take that path. If you want to OTK later on, great, that's fine. Um, I think that just what makes Shaman so good is because you have game against aggro, you have disruption against combo, and you have end game potential. Whether you you want to go the infinite route or you want to do the sire stuff, I think Shaman's probably the most versatile class right now. In my opinion, I don't know about any of the Reno Shaman lists. I enjoy Reno Shaman; it just makes it less consistent. Hmm. I tried any of the, any of the Kalthas stuff, and I want to try that too. See yeah. if there's a wonky combo out there. I'm so, I'm curious if anyone actually tried Tome Tampering in Mechatuma, because that's what people thought would be good with that card. I faced a few of it. Yeah, is it actually yeah. any good at all? BM King was playing a ton of it on ladder. Huh. Um, he seemed to be doing all right with it. Isn't it uh, actively bad for Mechathune? No, it's shuffling cards into your deck, right? Right, but you discard your hand. So you're just you're basically doing the new Finley effect, except you're making nine cards cost one mana, so you can go off that. Sure. Like you, you have to get have a one mana Mechathune or a one mana, like all your cards become one mana. Yeah, but that's why your whole deck is draw, right? Sure. But you're spending four mana to cheat out a bunch of mana later. It's like it's weird. I mean, you do goofy stuff with like the one three imp draw card, Malgazar. Yeah, yeah, that's why you. That's what I, that's what I was you... doing with the. Uh, that's the only way the... to play Tome Tamper. <laughs> right. That's that's what I was doing with the uh, the Desert Obelisk and the yeah. Starliner list, but it's it's unfortunate how infrequently you draw them out to them. But mm. um, there's that not... too. You don't. Yeah, there's that too, and then you, they have the Are weapon run... too that they can use. You can run Hand of Gul'dan in that way when you. When you play Tome Tampering, you at least draw like three or six off of it with those. That can be helpful. But I'm gonna get really spicy with a Tome Tampering Megathune list. You put the selfless sidekick in so that like if you shaman that in for one mana, you can quip Rod for one mana. <laughs> selfless sidekick. This is a, oh, okay. Entirely a meme suggestion here of putting that in your deck. You'd rather just shuffle in a one mana rod and draw it again. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. I used to play that in restricted formats for the entire purpose of equipping sphere <laughs> like i have aviana in place it's like all right well let me just draw my weapon from my deck if i have 10 right. more yeah some people some people run it in like an alunith like weird like ignite mage deck but it's like not at all like a dynamage it's like a bunch of spells and you have to draw your whole deck 
like freeze mage of classic basically with like a luna and then you like play chef spells. nomi <laughs> i love <Nomi. laughs> i love how you have you have the the ultimate memes in there uh, <laughs> it's funny it's like in wild you can consistently every game play that on turn seven with an empty deck and it's still just like not even like a, like not even a thought <laughs> it's yeah, yeah this is good this exists we can do this your druid opponent just like plays poison seeds and right pretty funny I think it's just like really, really unplayable. <laughs> but it's... remember when it was so good in Rogue? Just yeah, like it's, so, to, it's uh, such a cool card. I want it to be good. To Myros. Yeah. I really do. I mean, it's like okay. a cool card. But why would you do that when you could just Mechathune, right? Did Nomi predate Mechathune? It had to have, right? Mm, yeah. I would assume so. So uh, you you came back after, what, like a year? Year break, maybe? Yeah, I was looking through like my tweets and whatnot the last time i hit wild legend was august of last year okay so it's so been, been almost a year. almost exactly a year is there anything specific about this expansion that brought you back or did the burnout just kind of slowly yeah 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 like i mentioned i, I would i would log in and like do battleground stuff and like manipulate my quests to like get mm-hmm. all my my experience points in in gold that way um but i think it was just like you know part of having a little bit of downtime um part of it like just kind of seeing some new i saw a quest mage <laughs> list and I, I had some nostalgia for quest mage so that was one of my favorite decks prior and uh it's just been know. really good for a few months yeah it, released. when you play the game often all the time like it doesn't matter really what you play like you can burn yourself out on it big time and uh, being a year off has made it more fun um and then that like i said commander savara when i saw that card i was like that card looks really sweet i want to play some quest mage and then everything's new to me you know i didn't know what pyrogue was i didn't know what dredge was i didn't know what all that stuff was so just kind of seeing everything from a fresh perspective is really nice too and it seems like there's multiple decks that are good like yeah rogue's super good yeah druid's kind of busted but there's other you know decks you can play and be competitive in and uh you know that's always a good thing and there's no i don't see a ton of quest line out there i think overall i think the meta seems pretty healthy from a guy who's been around from a long for a while I would say in general, it it looks healthy in terms of, you know, class playability. Hmm. For Demon Hunter. Rip Demon Hunter. Oh, Rip Demon Hunter. Demon Hunter, dude. I, is it, I think I saw some of the stats on that. It's like one of the worst performing decks of or classes of all time for an expansion that came out. In Standard and Wild, it's like 30% win rate. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. 39% for all ranks in standard right now. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. I guess relics aren't very good. Oh, they were <laughs> they're atrocious. Everyone knew that. Yeah. yeah. You can't give a class that new with that little of like options, a parasitic mechanic, and expect it to have any life. Well, they, there's no, they have no like end game, right? Is that the problem? Like, oh, it's just... they have end game. The cards just suck. <laughs> so you don't get the end game. <laughs> the two eight mana finishers, Jace is one of the best cards in standard. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, miss. Well, at least one of the best finishers, right? I I played Jace a little bit last expansion with Naga with a Naga package, and it was it was really fun. It wasn't that good, but it was fun. And the new finisher is quite nice. You just have to get there. Is the problem? I saw a clip of someone playing the new eight mana relic finisher, and it drew two cards, reduced the cost by eight, and it drew Jace. <laughs> so it did both sick. win cons in one turn and won the game. But you have to get there by playing a ton of relic. So, do you think that your return to Hearthstone will? persist beyond your paternity leave or just kind of like uh while you're home sort of thing i mean we'll see you know it's nice to get 11x back and it makes it easier to climb on new seasons 
Yeah, I mean, you know, you don't want to commit too hard into, into anything. I think somebody mm-hmm. asked me if I was going to stream again. I doubt that's going to happen. That um, was me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think that was me. But uh, I'll definitely play here and there. I still like Battlegrounds. I think Battlegrounds is really cool. But Wild Ladder is fun. It is playable. And, you know, I'll go for a, a, probably another. I'll see if I can get a nice top finish on NA at least this year or this uh, this season. So, yeah, I think it's fun. I think, like I said, the meta is healthy and it's uh, you can play combo. You can play aggro. Um, so that makes me happy. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the positives about Pyro being so absurdly good is that it lets you play those strategies. Yeah, it pushes some some combo out of the format, which we well, yeah, but it, it it lets you play some more controlly archetypes if you can queue into the rogue reliably enough. Just mm-hmm. like, which EU man, holy crud! I mean, that's like a side I like note. Over like, there. So much rogue, <laughs> so much rogue, and again, it might be just like small ish sample size, but like I'm literally just super teched out shaman lists and just. You're just farming rogues left and right because every rogue I face, not one of them's been a combo rogue of any sort. Yeah, a lot of rogue and what else? It's just tons of aggro and big priest. Aggro, big priest. <laughs> I don't. That's that's most of the what I've seen over there. Big priest is a popular deck because you can come home and just play without a whole lot of thought and win some games. <laughs> exactly. It's the epitome of play green cards and win. I appreciate you guys having me on the show today, though. That was fun. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, good to have you back. Yeah. You came back, Uncle Daniel's back. Now he's got Yachia back. Uh, Uncle Daniel's back, nice. Or Gooey Daniel. What does he go by now these days? I don't know. Gooey Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> I love that yeah. guy. All right. Uh, anything to plug, sir? Uh, follow me on Twitter at CreamPuffHS for all deck lists and whatnot. All right. I oh, think yeah. this is the end of the episode. Thanks, Peace. guys.